0: This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Good morning. So good to be with you here at Harbor at home again. I love, I love, love, love this setting where we get to engage with one another in community and in this specific part of our time together, really get to go there to, to, to together as a group and some conversation around the word of the Lord. So this is not so much a teaching or a preaching, um, but just an opportunity for me to share a few thoughts that will be a jumping off point for you guys in your group to have some really healthy and beautiful conversation with one another that really I'm praying and hoping that will lead to some some real ministry and some engagement with one another in terms of 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 giving away, like kind of what you carry in your heart, maybe for somebody else in the group today to pray over them, prophesy over them, whatever the case may be, um, these are great opportunities to exercise and practice uh, the gifts of God that are in your life and the compassion that he's placed on the inside of your heart. You know, we're to love each other as he has loved us. And really, the Bible talks about how the world will actually know that we're his disciples by this love that we have for one another. So engagement is huge in the body of Christ and in our discipleship process. And oftentimes, we get lost just in going from meeting to meeting, large gathering to large gathering, which, is, which are great. I love them. I love our times together in, in a larger gathering. But these are special times. So today, we're going to continue in this Build the Wall series as we look into the life of Nehemiah. And the thing that I simply want to point out to you is that he found favor with kings, And why am I telling you that? I think it's so important for us to understand that the only way we're actually going to be able to accomplish the purpose that God has for our lives as he works through our lives is by other people coming alongside of us and supporting the grace of God in our lives. Oftentimes we think, well, this is what Jesus has called me to do. And and we think that we're siloed in that calling and it's all on us and we're supposed to bring everything to the table to see it happen. And actually the opposite is true. God will use relationship engagement with other people, maybe that we don't even know right now, that are going to be keys to unlocking doors for us to get into the future that God has for each one of us. To enter into. I think I've found this to be true over the last two years more than maybe any other time in my life. There's some things, if I were to tell you the stories of people that helped out Harbor, that weren't even a part of Harbor, that if it wouldn't have been for them, we wouldn't be able to see what we're currently seeing right now in our church and in our ministry. God will give us favor with kings. If you look at Biblical characters that have found favor with kings, they're they're scattered all throughout the Bible. In fact, no one was able to do what they were called to do on their own. And I say this, nobody was. Joseph is a beautiful example for me. You know, here he is, uh, this young man who has this dream. He explains it to his family. Jealousy comes over his brother's hearts. They they sell him into slavery. He eventually gets taken into the house of Potiphar, this governor and his wife, um, tries, to make, tries to make advances on, on, on Joseph, and then he resists, and then she falsely accuses him. He's thrown into prison. And while in prison, he begins to interpret dreams. Powerful story. You need to go and read this. And then because of that, listen. Because of the grace of God and just the Lord's beauty of holding him through all of his trials and tribulations, you ever felt like that where you're like, I know I have something to do. I know there's something for my life. But, man, I feel like around every corner there's trouble. There's trouble. There's trouble. This is where we need to lean into those moments and say, God, what are you trying to cultivate in my life to position me, to get me ready for the things that you're calling me to do? And so eventually after interpreting dreams for a while, He's brought into the court of Pharaoh to actually be the governor over all of Egypt underneath Pharaoh. He was the right-hand guy to Pharaoh. Can you imagine? And he's positioned under that authority to bring authority for the sake of God with a guy who doesn't even believe in God. It's, 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 it's an incredible story. And so look at this in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 1, quickly, verse 1 and 2. He says early the following spring in the month of Nisunder in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes reign, I was serving the king his wine. And I had never appeared sad before in his presence. Now look at the relationship that Nehemiah has been able to establish with this king through his servant, servanthood over the years. The king says to him in verse 2, why are you looking so sad? Think about that. A king didn't have to really worry about whether Nehemiah was sad or not. He just, you know, oftentimes they're just like, just get the job done, serve me. But there was a relationship that was built here, right? There was time invested in serving this person, adding value to this person's life. And now they're saying, hey, what's wrong? What's going on with you? You look sick. You must be deeply troubled. And Nehemiah replies in verse 3, look at this with me. He said, long live the king. How can I not be saddened? He opens up his heart very vulnerably. For the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. This is powerful. He's opening up a part of his heart to his boss, basically. And then he takes it to the next level. Look at verse 4. He asks, the, the king actually asks, let me set this up first. The king responds. Out of him bearing his heart, hey, how can I help you? Listen, oftentimes we need to be able to share with people what's going on in the inside of us, not pre-relationship, but post-relationship. Take some time to invest, take some time to give to other people before you're asking anything of them. But as you do, look what happens. As it did in Nehemiah's case, this king responds, what can I do to help you? And he makes a bold ask, verse 5. He says, if it please the king, if you're pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city. That's a crazy request. He's working for the king. He's serving the king. And he's saying, hey, could you let me go for a little while? It was going to be 52 plus days. And help rebuild the city of Judah of Jerusalem in Judah that's 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 amazing that's amazing and here's what happened just as we wrap this up the king granted because of the favor that Nehemiah had with this individual he granted him time needed to complete the project first secondly safe passage to Jerusalem because of all that was going on in the world at the time it was almost impossible to even get there And then then thirdly, needed materials for the building process. Can you imagine? This is a guy who doesn't have any belief in God. And there's favor out of Nehemiah's uh, serving his life. To give him time off, safe passage, and all the financial provision for the things that he's going to need to see this job completed. Come on, guys. We need to pray this over our lives as we are all collectively working together in the city. You see, as you find favor with somebody and God grants grace with them in your life through serving them, and they then begin to express, you know, legitimate concern and care and and, and generosity to you, that's going to help everything that we're collectively called to do as the church. Does that make sense? Like, all of us should be on this journey. It shouldn't be just, wow, Darren or so-and-so or so-and-so has favor with different people. No, it's all of us. There's favor resting on your life because you are his son. You are his daughter. Next, as he begins this project, I want to just show you one more scripture in Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 16 through 18, portion of scripture. The city officials don't know, it says in verse 16, um, with what even Nehemiah was doing. And so he, he begins to, to speak to the um, um, noble leaders here, um, the priests and the officials and all these people, um, where he hadn't really intended to at first. It's important for us to communicate with, with those that we're laboring with in the city. Right, this is, this is a very important thought to, to, to let them know, hey, here's some things that I'm looking at. Here's some things that I'm considering, I'm pondering. How can we work together here? And then he tells them, hey, you know what trouble we're in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and the gates have been destroyed. Let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and end this disgrace. You know, no one wants to be a part of a city that's under disgrace, Right. You know no one wants to be in some rundown problematic city. People want to live in places where they can thrive. The government officials want to be part of something that's thriving. And then he tells them about how this king had been gracious to him and 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 commissioned him to go help build the wall. As we wrap this up, oh, I pray the Holy Spirit would stir your heart today. Stir all of our hearts to really press into loving and serving other people within the church, outside of the church, and cultivate relationship and connection through that so that favor, just as a byproduct, not our agenda. Trust me, we're not going, that's not the heart of the Lord to go for this as an agenda. It's just do what you do best by loving other people, and God will grant favor. I pray grace over your time of conversation right now. May Holy Spirit stir your hearts. May ministry happen to one another. May God do something dynamic in your group that brings lasting change. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard.